Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It is day number 900, nice milestone. Today's topic, how long does your Christmas last? This is a really important topic. We are 11 days out from Christmas and what I start to see through the clients that I'm working with, uh, some people start to not show up for their group sessions. They're still paying for them, but they're not turning up or they're turning up every second one. Uh, people start to have reasons for not attending sessions, whether they be one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching sessions, whether they be um, a, you know, individual personal training sessions, uh, group sessions, etc. Reasons come up. Why? Well, what are some of the possibilities? Well, we're getting close to Christmas. Work functions, as in work Christmas functions. Maybe people's busy schedules with work as well, because I know that, uh, like I work with uh, a number of clients that work in, say, the, the building industry or industries where there's a big push to get things completed up until, uh, you know, prior to Christmas. Social catch-up with friends, uh, family, Christmas gatherings. If you've got family in different parts of the world, split families, all that kind of stuff, catching up with um, uh, you know, the, the, the various sides of the family for Christmas, prior to Christmas, etc., etc., etc. I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on, isn't there? Um, getting Christmas shopping done, all of that sort of thing. There are, are so many different activities that uh, your normal schedule may be a little bit disrupted. So I ask you this question again. How long does your Christmas last? Because I've put together a five-point strategy if you like so that you can get a better outcome this Christmas than perhaps last year. Now how can we tackle that? Well first of all I would like to get you to think about this Christmas season slightly different to the way you've thought about it before and so I want you to uh, combine these first first two points here. The first thing is I want you to raise the level of your goal for your health and fitness this year. Lift it. And point two is check the results that you have been getting. So look back over the past, say, two, three, five years and have a think about how did Christmas turn out for you? What were the results that you got at Christmas? Let's face it, most people are overeating, they're drinking too much, they're just overindulging in all kinds of different things. Christmas can tend to go on for weeks and weeks and weeks, which heads into the, the new year, which then ends into mid-January and turns into the end of February and then to, or the end of January. And then you, you think about, uh, you know, whatever the weather's like, certainly here in uh, my um, hometown of uh, Melbourne, it can get really, really hot in February. So people are less inclined to um, exercise, so the end of Jan, going into Feb. So often we can get to March before people start to come out of their slumber and start to get back into that health and fitness routine again. And normally it doesn't end up in a good position. So n normally there's excess of body weight that goes on that people don't like and they say, oh, well, I put this on over Christmas. So there's some people every single year just come to that Oh, what will I say? Just give up and say, hands up in the air. Do you know what? This happens every year. I've just got to get through it. Um, I'll expect a few kilos to go on. We've got such a busy time. There's so much to do that you don't end up doing anything differently. So have a look at what you've done over the last few Christmases and see. 
Okay, do you want that same result? Was it a good result? And you say, yeah, no, I'm happy with it because I'm happy to let myself go over that time. I'm talking about raising your standard, raise your goal to have a different outcome this Christmas. What I do at Christmas time, now I appreciate that not everybody, we've all got different lifestyles, right? We've all got different schedules, etc. My parents have passed away. Um, I'm, I'm single, so I don't have to go to um, you know, my own or my own parents. And I don't have to go to a partner's parents or family either. So my life now is, is different. But the way that I would approach it when I was uh, married, we had both sides of the family to go through and all that kind of thing. I would use the holiday season as an opportunity to focus more on my own personal health because what's happening? I'm working less. There's less distraction. Yes, there's the family commitments, but I just plan my schedule around those so that I can get things done uh, for my health and wellness more so. So I can take more time to do my workouts. I can do them at different times of the day. I can use it to you know, create some more goals for myself, some more focus. And that's the way that I would use them. Now, this year for me personally, obviously I've been focused all year round. Now, anyone else could say, well, you've achieved that goal, well done. Now you can let your hair down and go do what you like. But no, I'm using this year to, again, take some rest because I'm effectively only having the public holidays off and then I'll be working on the other days. I may even be doing some work. Well, I'll be recording my podcast still on the public holiday, so I'll still be doing uh, some work. But it's different away from my... So I won't be having client-facing time. My schedule will be completely different, and that'll be really cool. And so it'll enable me to sleep in a little bit more, maybe catch up on some reading, uh, look at some, some things that are going to motivate, inspire me a little bit more, planning out my goals in more detail for uh, next year, um, taking more time perhaps at the gym, not to rush. Um, maybe I might do an extra session or so um, of some cardio or something in the gym rather than if it could be hot. So I'll do it in the studio here or I'll drive to the gym and do it there. Um, you know, I just do it differently than I would otherwise. And that for me, that's, that's a lot of fun. But for most of you, this might be a new concept for you. And you say, oh, well, I, there's no way I could do any of that because of this. Again... It's easy to find excuses. What I'm saying to you, I'm planting the seed to live this Christmas at a higher level of health and fitness than you have for your previous ones. So that's the first one. And combined with step two, look at the results that you've gotten in the past and say, well, actually, I haven't got awesome results. I haven't liked it. So that means we need to do something differently. Okay. So step three then is about let's create a plan. Create a plan to do it differently. Have a think about what it is that you did. Maybe write it down. Let's face it, if you want to get a change, if you want to do things better, you've got to commit yourself and you've got to commit yourself to paper or commit yourself to a Word document or something. Get it down so that you can see exactly what it is. Don't just plan it out in your head. If I, if I did that for this year and said, well, yeah, look, I just want to get in the best shape of my life and yeah, that's it and I didn't write it down. Well, the process of writing it down creates so many other avenues for your thinking. It deepens it. It makes you put in a more of a plan. I had to outline in my, uh, to my coach in great depth as to exactly what it was that I wanted to achieve and why I wanted to achieve that this year. And in doing that, that gives him a sense of how committed I am and 
how strongly uh, my vision is to do what I'm going to do. In other words, it shows him just how coachable I'm going to be because I'm so driven to achieve the result. Step four is about you've got to take the action now that you've created a plan. And so I've got a bit of a hay fever, so if I'm I'm sounding a bit snuffly, uh, that's why. Um, So you've got to create, create an action plan. Now, what does that look like? Well, and I say measure it as well. So your plan might be, okay, do you know what? Each Christmas, um, I have two, three weeks, four weeks, maybe longer away from normal life. So that means, yeah, I don't do my training. If it's a, say there's sessions with me, um, don't do sessions with me, don't do sessions at home. Just have a complete break away from it all. And uh, my food slips. I'm drinking more, we're having more barbecues, I'm eating more sausages, I'm eating more, um, all kinds of really creamy um, salads and stuff, having more desserts, there's lots more alcohol, it's hotter, we're having a good time with friends, etc., etc. Now, obviously that's an approach, you say, yeah, that sounds awesome, I want to do that. Again, we want to plan something to be different to give you to a higher level. So what you could do is you could say, okay, well, firstly, on these days, I'm going to do some exercise. I'm going to do some strength training. And I provide everybody with strength training programs that they can do by themselves. If they're away, can't do it with me, um, you know, whatever. Short ones from 10 minutes up to 15, 20 minutes. I just say, if you can aim for a 10 to 20 minute workout over the Christmas holiday period, then that's probably enough. Apart from, you know, playing around with the kids, maybe throwing the frisbee, kicking a ball, doing those sorts of things, um, going for walks. Um, in terms of your strength training, just looking to do that little bit extra. So plan them out. Plan out the workouts that you're going to do. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're the, what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk on the other days. Uh, we've got these functions planned. Put them in the calendar and say, okay, they're at this time. What I'm going to do is make sure that I'm prepared that day. I'm going to either have a, have a snack, have a meal before we go so that I can then just have a smaller meal. I'm going to watch what I eat. If I go to a barbecue, I'm not going to eat X, Y, Z. I'm going to do this instead. I mean, there are many, many different ways that you can plan to do it. You've just got to be committed to it and say, yeah, look, I haven't liked the outcome that I've achieved over the last few Christmases. I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Every Christmas day, I overeat so much that I'm so full, I feel a little bit sick later in the day and so bloated and horrible that it really takes away from me enjoying the day. And that happened to me many years ago. And I said, oh man, I I don't like that painful, bloated feeling. I'm going to do it differently. So now what I do is I will basically have a normal size meal. It's just that I'll have different things. So, for instance, this, this time around, uh, uh, we're probably going to have chicken. I'll have some roast vegetables because the kids enjoy those. And um, we'll have some, um, you know, some other veggies and stuff as well. And that, that's all I, I will eat. And so what I might do actually is maybe have a bigger salad with that um, so that I'm full of because I'm used to eating a lot more plant-based food and I won't fill up on a lot of roast vegetables because that might make me feel a bit funny because I'm not used to eating them. So I'll have some, but then I might need to have, uh, you know, more salad. Now, if it comes to something like, you know, a traditional plum pudding, I will have some, but it will be a really small piece and only with, 
say a little bit of custard, something like that, because again, my system is not used to consuming that type of food. And if I have too much, I'll feel unwell and I don't want to feel yucky um, later in the day. So that's the way that I do it. It's just different type of food, but I'm, I'm making sure I'm getting my protein in, making sure I'm getting my plant-based food in. I'm not overeating. Yes, I'll have breakfast. I'll have all my meals uh, pretty much as usual, just that some of the ingredients are a little bit different. So that's the way that I do it. I just encourage you to look at doing it better than you have in the past. And I said about, um, you know, it, it could, like people are starting now. Like I'm getting just actually, as I'm recording this, I still come up on the phone, a message from somebody that looks like um, they're cancelling their session tonight because they've been caught up at, uh, at work. So it's starting to happen now. I see it in the group sessions. People are dropping away and they say, oh, well, it's shopping, it's work, etc., etc." If you're going to get a different outcome, you've got to start doing things a little bit differently. And you could say, well, yeah, obviously Christmas is here and there are these things that need to be done and, you know, I can't do it here and I can't do it there. Well, the bottom line is that there are different ways of doing things. All my shopping has pretty much been done online this year because I made sure that I'd done it before COVID. We came out of COVID lockdown because I didn't know when we were coming out of lockdown. I wanted to do it early in case we were still in lockdown and Australia Post was going through um, such a crazy time that not everybody would have got their gifts in time. So I got in early and did it that way. Um, obviously, you can't catch up online with your, your family. Well, you can Zoom them, but you know what I mean. If we're now open and you're seeing all the family, etc., then you can do that. But you can still plan those other things around it. Okay, the better food, uh, the exercise. So, oh, well, we're going out at this time. Well, do your exercise, get up early and do it earlier. Schedule an earlier, a different time with me so that you can still get it done. You know, there's always a way. It's just that we, we're used to making up stories as to why we have to do it the way that we've always done it. The last, well, I've said also in step four about measuring it as well. If you want to make a difference in anywhere in your life, track it. Track what it is that you're doing. Track your food. Track your exercise. Track your water. Track how you're feeling. Um, track your moods. Track your energy levels. Rate your workouts and your days out of 10 to see how it is that you feel that you're managing everything. Make sure that you're tracking the supplementation that you're taking as well. Do all of these things and you'll get better outcomes than if you're just guessing it. Because I will tell you this, when you start to have... Uh, say, uh, oh, let me just call it a cheat day where you're, um, you know, say you're dining out a few, a few times, etc. Then you just keep doing it over and over and over again. And you're not tracking it and then you get further and further away from what it is that you want to do. I got a text from one of my clients today. He said, um, yeah, oh, he's got a really busy schedule with going out and stuff, um, but he's going to be back on board I think he said the 10th or 12th of January, something like that. Still doing the training, but uh, food-wise. Now, it's like he wants an outcome of, say, an A+, but he's doing the work of a C-. minus. So you've got to, got to have a different approach to this. You can just succumb to it and say, no, nah, well, that's just what it is. Or you can choose to do it differently. And the last step is about having fun. This might sound like I'm being a Grinch, but it's not meant to be like that at all. 
My job as a coach is to get people to get the outcomes that they want. And I'm just planting a seed with you that many people get to the other side of Christmas and New Year and even into February and they have completely failed to achieve the goals that they wanted to achieve during the Christmas period. It's just that they chose to go down that path and not do anything different and know that they're going to be unhappy on the other side, but just go through the process anyway and end up unhappy. But find a way to just say, oh, well, it was Christmas and you know we had such a great time, but oh man, here, <laughs> I've stacked on the kilos. I'll do something about it now. Why not do it differently? Why not just work to have a great level of health and, and fitness during the Christmas period, work on it even more, so you can get a better outcome. And rather than saying, oh, well, you know, we're, so many people want to look good in, at summer when you know, they're shedding the clothes and uh, maybe out in a bathing suit or something like that and they want to look good and feel good. But so many people don't do it. All I'm suggesting is that you could raise your standards, set some high quality goals for yourself to get a different outcome this Christmas than others and have a lot of fun in the process and get a, a way happier outcome in the process. I mean, that's what makes it fun and exciting um, to enjoy Christmas and, and still do it in a way that is really empowering for you. Uh, so that's certainly the way that I approach it. I know I'm not like everybody uh, in doing this and um, I guess what I'm talking about here is some of the qualities of putting in the top 1% of health and success for your health, for your age group. And if that's what you strive to do, this is where there's a challenge for you to not just think about your health and fitness for eight, nine, ten months of the year, but to think about it all year round and do stuff all year round. And then you won't have those periods of time where you fall fall off the cliff, if you like, into a bit of a slump and you can't work out why you feel the way that you do. Hope that makes sense to you. Implement this stuff and you'll get a different outcome. So your homework, those five steps, you gotta have fun, but raise your standard this Christmas to get a better outcome. See you tomorrow.